This this is the Impressions Exchange Podcast. Impressions Exchange Podcast. Where all topics impacting the graphic imaging and printing industry are addressed via in-depth news coverage, analysis, and timely interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Impressions Exchange Podcast. I'm Ashley Roberts, Managing Editor of the Printing and Packaging Group at NAPGO Media. Today is an episode you do not want to miss as you prepare for the year ahead. My guest today on the show is Andy Paparozzi, Chief Economist at Printing United Alliance. Andy shares the key aspects affecting the printing industry and what print service providers, or PSPs, should anticipate, as well as some of the opportunities that PSPs could take advantage of this year, some of the challenges they might face, and how they can prepare. Hey, Andy, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, it's my pleasure, Ashley. Thank you for having me. Yes, always. I, I always enjoy having you on podcasts, you. webinars, videos, anything. So much appreciated. Thank you much. Um, so let's talk about the state of the industry. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what are some things that could affect the printing industry that print service providers should anticipate this year? Well, actually, I, I would certainly expect the... Um challenges of 2022 to continue, particularly through the first half of the year. I would expect cost inflation and supply chain disruptions to moderate, but continue to pressure margins. And I would certainly expect labor shortages and the cost inflation and the inefficiencies and disruptions they create to continue. But now we have to add the economy. And I think One indicator about the economy is all we need to follow. And that's what the Federal Reserve Board says and does. And very simply, when the chairman of the Federal Reserve Board says we have to slow the economy to cool inflation, and then he acts entirely consistently with what he's been saying, we would do well to listen. You know, there's an old saying on Wall Street don't fight the Fed because you're going to lose. And The difference between the Fed and every other economic forecaster on the planet is that the Fed can make it happen, and they are making it happen. They've raised interest rates seven times in 2022, and all their actions indicate that they are determined to slow the economy. That matters to our industry, because if one thing hasn't changed about our industry, it's our dependence on the economy. And what I emphasize in state of the industry reports is it doesn't matter whether the slowdown ahead is going to meet the official definition of a recession. What we do know and what does matter is that it will be significant because the Fed needs it to be. And it will redistribute market share from the unprepared to the prepared. And it will create winners and losers. And our opportunity in 2023 is to figure out how to be on the right side of the market share redistribution. Wow. Thank you so much. So can you discuss then some of the opportunities that PSPs could take advantage of this year? Yeah, that's that's the key thing there, Ashley, is we've got to remember, first of all, just to answer your question, number one, always remember that every economic downturn creates pockets of opportunity, every single one. And that's what we have to remember. For example, some markets hold up well. 
members of our state of the industry panel are very enthusiastic about events, travel, tourism, which they fully expect to continue benefiting from the release of pent-up demand created during the COVID lockdowns. And uh, to put it bluntly, there will be opportunity to capture market share and talent from companies that either retreat into survival mode or fail. And, and many will fail uh, this year. And I want to share a particularly telling result of our 2022-23 State of the Industry Survey. Our survey included 336 companies from across our industry, commercial printers, graphic and, supply, graphic and sign producers, package printers, converters, apparel decorators, functional printers, very diverse group. Uh, annual sales ranged from less than 250,000 per year to more than 400 million per year. And from the top line, everything looked great. The sales numbers were off the charts. For our survey group as a whole, sales increased 14.4% on average last year, with three-fifths growing at least 10% and nearly two-fifths growing at least 20%. And I, I, I've been doing this for nearly 40 years, and I, I have rarely seen sales growth rates that strong. The problem is, with growth, the issue is quality. Is the growth reflecting increases in production or is it reflecting cost pass-through? And is the growth profitable growth? Are the companies that are growing the top line also growing the bottom line? So when you start to look below the bottom line, things look somewhat different. And as we went below and we looked at costs and profitability, we found that much of that strong top line growth was simply due to cost pass through. Uh, costs rose sharply across the board last year. And for most of the year, print service providers were able to pass those costs along as higher prices. Now, when you correct sales, for those price increases, you find that real or in what we call real inflation adjusted sales, a measure of production of real growth, increased a solid but unspectacular 2.2%. And for many, growth never made it from the top line to the bottom line, while nearly three fourths of our state of the industry panel increased sales last year. Less than half were able to increase profitability. And so what we did was ask that minority who did increase profitability last year. They didn't simply grow. They grew profitably. We asked, how did you do it? And this is where I was very, very surprised, actually. Uh, they didn't talk about some secret sauce, and they weren't in a particular company size category or geographic location or segment of the industry. Instead, this minority that was able to grow profitably last year talked about, credited their success 
to being able to stay focused on and effectively executing basic business fundamentals, despite all the distractions created by fractured supply chains, severe labor shortages, and the worst cost inflation in decades. So they credited their success, again, not not some secret formula, but to, for example, creating barriers to entry or sticky work by getting involved in their clients' jobs earlier, staying involved longer, and satisfying a broader range of their communications needs. By creating pricing power by focusing on added value and developing niches, they talked about tighter cost management, paying closer attention to everything, every little thing that affects profit. They talked about focusing on profitable, high-value-added work, brand enhancement, particularly by marketing value created for clients rather than just capabilities and features. Of course, they talked about efficiency, getting more productive economy-wide through prudent capital investment and also through just more effective management of processes from job entry all the way through billing and corrections. And they also talked about pursuing opportunities that best matched their capabilities, circumstances, and resources. That is not just diversifying, but diversifying profitably. And, And I thought that was very interesting that they focused on, and they said that, you know, we were able to grow profitability last year despite everything happening by staying focused on and effectively executing those basic business fundamentals. That's really fascinating. So, you know, um, that poses to me the question or, or the thought, and I could be wrong because, you know, I don't obviously know this as well as you do. Does that mean that, um, you know, the companies that maybe were trying to diversify too much and just throw everything at the you know, the wall to see what sticks and and not really, you know, bearing down and focusing on the things that they can do and do well for their customers, that it's those people who were able to do that, who were able to to take their capabilities, go to their customers and and give them high quality print. Is that kind of, you know, what happened a little bit? It's exactly what happened a lot. You have it absolutely right. And, And I see that all the time in our industry. Uh, Mm -hmm. As I said, there's a big difference between diversifying and diversifying profitably. And and what these companies are able to do is they're able to identify what really is an opportunity for them, given their specific resources, capabilities, and goals. Doesn't matter how much buzz it's creating in the industry. Doesn't matter who's doing well with it. What they're able to do is assess whether an option truly is an opportunity given their customer base, given their labor force, given their skill sets. And they are able to be very, very selective in the services they add. And in they greatly increase their chances by doing that kind of opportunity assessment of both enhancing their core capabilities and expanding those capabilities. And the other thing I find 
with companies that don't do that kind of assessment that, well, to use your term, they throw everything at the ball and hope something sticks. Not only, not only do they not diversify profitably, but the distractions created by trying to go in all these different directions undermines their core capabilities. Mm-hmm. So they get hit from, from both sides. And, and again, that's something I think that, um, we have to keep in mind in our industry, we talk a lot about diversification, a lot about convergence. We've got to remember, and and the results of our state of the industry survey, the folks who not only are growing, but are growing profitably, they reinforce that, that, that there's a huge difference between diversifying and diversifying profitably and, and knowing exactly what you're getting into when you pursue a new service or market and exactly what's going to be necessary internally and externally to enter that market profitably. So that, that you're, you're, you're absolutely spot on with that, with that point. And, you know, something you said that I think um, is important to pull out here is that it's listening to customers too, you know, oh, what yeah. they need and, and meeting their needs rather than, telling them what they need and, yeah. you know, trying to, to do something that they're not going to want. So really, exactly. Yeah. I think. No, I no. Think- I, 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 to your point, and, and I should have made that point. What, what these companies also do is when they diversify, here's one of the long list of distinctions, but, but you reminded me of it. One of the, the things they do is they look for services for products that are essential to their clients not just nice to have that really make a difference in their clients' businesses. That again, there's a big difference between offering a client that's something that's something that's essential that helps them be more profitable and something that's, well, that's nice, but uh, you know what? I can live without it for now. They, they absolutely make that distinction. So something that, you know, we've, You've definitely touched on, um, but I think a follow-up to the opportunities that exist are challenges. So based on your research and what you've been seeing, what are some of the biggest challenges that uh, print service providers might face this year and how can they prepare? Well, certainly, as I mentioned, uh, the kinds of things we saw in 2022, the cost inflation, the labor shortages, the material shortages, the supply chain disruptions that that caused so much disruption last year will continue at least through the first half of 2023. Uh, I fully expect cost inflation will moderate as the economy weakens, but it will continue to pressure margins, especially, and I think this is something that will be different this year from last year. Last year, as I mentioned earlier, our industry had generally a good level of success passing operating cost increases on to clients. Uh, this year, I anticipate that or I expect that resistance to price increases will grow as clients try to protect their margins and markets as their markets and the economy weaken. So whereas last year we were able to protect margins by passing along much of the uh, increase in operating costs, 
This year, I think we'll find resistance to price increases stiffening as uh, clients try to protect their own margins from, from a weakened economy. Supply chains are certainly slowly healing and stabilizing. We see that throughout our state of the industry research. However, markets for key substrates and consumables are still so tight that prices continue to rise. And the labor shortages, we know all about that. That's just chronic in our industry. In fact, we asked our state of the industry panel what they expect their biggest challenges to be through the first half of 2023. And I'll bet you can guess what the responses were. Rising labor costs, number one. Rising substrate costs, number two. Yeah, the, the market supply chains are healing. Supply is becoming somewhat more stable, but the markets are still so tight that prices keep rising. So rising labor costs, number one, rising substrate costs, number two, labor shortages, number three. And as a result, and this is another extraordinary result of our, our state of the industry survey, 85.4% of the 336 companies from across our industry are concerned or very concerned about maintaining profitability in 2023. And as I mentioned earlier, I've been doing this a long, long time, and it's extraordinarily rare to find that 85.4% of the participants in our research agree on anything. And it's understandable because, again, of the pressures on costs uh, and the growing resistance to price increases and the inefficiencies and disruptions created by chronic labor shortages. So in terms of how do you prepare, uh, I, I go back to what we talked about in the previous question, and I'm taking this directly from companies who were able to grow profitably last year despite all of those problems. And I would say their solution last year is exactly what we have to focus on this year again, attention to fundamentals and effective execution of fundamentals will be just as important this year as we deal with this unforgiving combination of a weakened economy and moderating but continued cost inflation. And uh, it, it's, it's quite an accomplishment for these companies to have been able to stay focused and stay effective in executing despite all the distractions that we had in 2022 and uh, in 2023. So that, that would be my advice. No silver bullet, no secret formula. It's the fundamentals, focusing on them and executing them. I don't think there's a more effective strategy. And you can read all about the fundamentals in the, uh, the 2022-23 State of the Industry Report. And I do want to get into that, uh, you know, where listeners can find that. But I, I want to touch on the the eighty five point four percent that you mentioned and mm -hmm. how that's rare. So for you know, obviously, again, ignorance here. I this is your wheelhouse, and I don't 
I definitely don't understand everything as much as you do, obviously, but you know, we went through a pandemic. And so to Mm -hmm. me, that's just so interesting that, you know, this is the highest that you've ever seen people concerned about, um, maintaining profitability even more so than in the early days of the pandemic. Is that accurate? Yeah. It, it, it is. I mean, the early days of the pandemic, remember, we had a lot of help during the pandemic. We had the uh, Paycheck Protection Program, and um, we certainly didn't have anywhere near the, we, we basically had no cost inflation to speak of. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden, as we moved into 2022, we had these extraordinary supply chain disruptions, things that we never had to deal with before, these fractured supply chains where all of a sudden something that was sort of an afterthought, just in time ordering, you know, we, we um, wanted paper, we wanted vinyl, we wanted a substrate and we could pretty much be sure we could get it when we wanted it at uh, a stable price. All of a sudden that changed dramatically uh, because of the disruptions created by COVID that didn't show up until after COVID. Right. And then the extraordinary disruptions created by labor shortages. Well, we didn't have, you know, during COVID, we weren't doing a real lot. Now, all of a sudden, we're trying to get back to growing and and reopening our businesses. And now we're dealing with these fractured supply chains and we're dealing with these extraordinary labor shortages economy-wide. And we're seeing the effects of all of that on on our costs. So uh, that's really why... This 85.4% number is is so exceptional uh, because it's rare in our industry that we've ever seen this combination of um, pressures on on margins. Um, You know, even during the financial crisis of 2028, uh, sorry, 2008 through 2010, which was a deep, deep, deep recession. You know, much deeper than I think anything that would ever happen in 2023. Even then, we didn't have the kind of disruptions we do now uh, and have had to deal with last year. So, you know, to me, that that's a statement that, uh, you know, our SOI panel really is a reflection of what is happening in our industry. And they they speak frankly about industry conditions that, you know, this is this is what we're dealing with. Uh, Let's not sugarcoat it. And this is. This is how we think we can uh, turn it to our advantage. I love, I love, I love the, uh, the, the honesty and the, the, you know, kind of blunt looking at how, how the industry actually is. And that's, it's great. And I think it's incredibly helpful. Um, So about the state of the industry report, where Mm -hmm. can listeners find it? The state of the industry report, we just are getting ready to post the 2022-23 State of the Industry Report to the Printing United Alliance website. And it is available only to Printing United Alliance members. It is part of the State of the Industry series, which is generously sponsored by Canon. So thank you to Canon for, for making all this research possible. And it is one of four reports we issue. We issue a report quarterly. Uh, Each report not only reviews our industry's performance and prospects, critical issues, uh, defining trends, but as we talked about earlier, 
how some companies are making those issues and trends an opportunity rather than a threat. And um, all reports uh, in the series are posted at our printing.org website. And I say again, they are strictly available only to Printing United Alliance members. Perfect. And I will include that information in the description for our listeners. Andy, thank you so much for joining me today. This was just so informative, incredibly helpful, and I hope to have you on another episode. Well, it's my pleasure. Again, thank you for, uh, for having me, Ashley. Of course, anytime. The Alliance's Andy Paparossi is instrumental in assisting members and the industry at large on a variety of economic issues, forecasting, and research, including with the issues discussed today. He can be reached at apaparossi at printing.org or by calling Printing United Alliance offices at 888-385-3588. If you are interested in learning more about how to access the report mentioned in today's podcast, as well as the extensive resources and subject matter experts available to you from Printing United Alliance, visit printing.org. I will include that information in the podcast notes. I want to thank Andy for joining me on today's podcast, and I want to thank all of you, our listeners, for tuning in. Stay tuned for the next episode of Impressions Exchange podcast.